0: morning project presents
1: ladies and gentlemen welcome back to another episode of the generic video game podcast molly and i are on deck with a full head of steam as we are ready to crank out this play date we have set aside to once again connect with our virtual audience and not punish them for not downloading recent episodes we gather today to once again discuss more minis, handhelds, complete in box retro goodies, as well as whatever else crosses our minds. Welcome to episode 47 of GVGP.
2: So in, in general, do you care about the Olympics?
1: <sighs> A middle Middle of the road. I I actually would have liked to have watched a couple things from the Olympics this summer, such as maybe the Japan-USA baseball. I was intrigued by skateboarding being in there. Mm -hmm. Uh, I wouldn't have mind to tune into a little bit of soccer. There are some things that have interested me, but whether it be because of timing the 855 hours of wrestling I watch a week, working 10-hour days, not knowing the times of when some of these events were on. Yeah. I haven't been able to watch any.
2: Yeah, I mean, like, it's, it's funny because, I mean, I don't know, Olympics are one of those kind of things where if i have at the time, I really do enjoy watching them. Um, you know, but it's also like one of those kind of things where I'm not going to go out of my way to watch them. And I I... It's been interesting that I just don't care about this one. And and I feel like I should care more because it's in Japan, you know, Um, Mm -hmm. a second kind of home country for me and everything. But, like, I I did watch skateboarding. But other than that, like, I really haven't cared too much. And I I feel bad. It's like I feel bad kind of for the country, just how things have worked out. And I feel bad for the athletes because if if you watch the opening ceremony, um, which, by the way, was really, really strange because there was a whole bunch of, like,
1: that's Japanese right. Japanese
2: RPG music in the background. Yes.
1: yes. <laughs> including
2: from *Near Automata, you know? Um, but, like, it's, if you watch the opening ceremony, like, there were, you could see, like, a lot of countries had just really small groups of competitors this year. Mm-hmm. Um, so it just, it's, it's, yeah, I mean, I don't know what you could have done otherwise, but it, it, I feel bad that I don't care, but I kind of don't care. Um, and it's been mentioned from my wife because, you know, being Japanese, she actually didn't, specifically didn't want to watch just because, like, to her, I mean, not like there's, like, you know, huge amounts of pride in her country or, or like that, like, overzealousness, but it's kind of been sad for her to have the Olympics back in her home country and then have it just go so badly and kind of just kind of so half-assed because that's how they would have to do. So she's kind of almost like not wanted to watch it because it just makes her feel kind of bad, if that makes sense.
1: Right. This is very layered. It's, It's to have an opportunity or that prestige to have a country host the Olympics and now to get that and to watch it in a mere shell of what it should be and yeah. there's so many reminders once again of what the world is going through and i don't know what i was thinking and this is insignificant <laughs> but i guess it makes sense from like a printing or marketing standpoint i was thrown for a loop for the few minutes i've seen and seeing everything still say 2020 yeah 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 in my head i was thinking you know would they have transitioned that to 2021 And, you know, I apologize in advance to our listeners to have to hear the term I'm about to use because we hear it everywhere else in life, every moment of every day on the radio, TV, amongst each other, and it's going to be on this podcast again. But, you know, we just can't get away from this goddamn COVID-19, and the Olympics is another reminder of what the world has gone through in postponing it, and now... You know Japan's not in a state of where, you know, the U.S. or other countries are in terms of vaccinations, and now we're coming up on chapter two. Yeah. Uh, you know, so it's uh,
2: well, and, and, it, and also just holding, holding the the Olympics over there when so little of their population is actually vaccinated too.
1: Right. Right. It's it's unbelievable. You know, but uh, and then but next
2: next next year we have the Winter Olympics.
1: Is that what is that? So that's twenty twenty two. Two, yeah. Where are those going to be held? Uh, are you somewhere aware? in
2: China? That's all I know.
1: Re- oh come on, stop it!
2: It's going to be Wuhan. Come uh, on,
1: stop! <laughs> no, no,
2: no, no, no! It no. <laughs> the the China part is serious. The China part is serious. The Wuhan part is obviously...
1: Come on. Uh, no, I understand the Wuhan. I mean, are you serious? Yeah. Wow. What? I mean, you can't... You can't... You can't write this stuff. Wow. Can you imagine the... I don't know. But,
2: uh... I mean, so what to see? Like, I don't... I mean, like... Dude, dude. Jesus I would Christ. assume right now they're expecting they're going to just go through, but... Oh my God!
1: Well, they've, they've they've well, don't they have they have it all under control? There aren't that many cases, right?
2: No, of course not. Okay, <laughs> we're all gonna. Hey, die.
1: they're gonna. You know what's gonna happen? They're gonna hold the Winter Olympics there. Mm-hmm. I, I'll call it now. I'll bet you uh, it's lunch. Uh, they're gonna have zero cases, zero outbreaks, <laughs> in comparison to Japan.
2: Yeah. This is, is everybody listening. This is a Chinese government thing. This is not a Chinese people thing. So let's be clear here in our joking. I uh, know. Um.
1: Hey. Sp- um. No, I was going to go down another road here, and it was it was nothing inappropriate. I was going to mention something about ten cent, but it, my mind went eighty. We, we only everything? have so much time. But uh, well, let's start on a, a, a positive note here or get to a positive note this is something you're going to know a bit more than I um, and for for fans listening here as we get GBGP episode 47 underway uh, the few things we're going to try and tackle this evening there's been a lot going on uh, in the gaming world uh, and I was thinking just to give a brief overview um, because we may be a little bit short on time tonight we're thinking about discussing the play date Maybe the final characters in Street Fighter Five. Um, the recently announced—I don't think we talked about this yesterday—but Soul Cresta.
2: Ah, uh, yeah.
1: And then well, maybe. Well, no, I mean, okay.
2: It, well, to be to be clear, um, when you say recently announced, that was their well, one of their April Fool's jokes was it from this year?
1: Yeah, but you know something, and I'm not trying to sound like a smarty pants. Some of these Japanese April Fools' jokes, I'm starting to. Well, I've I've learned they're not jokes, and it's their way of testing the water because Test we saw water, this. Yeah. With, yeah, we saw this with fighting EX Layer. Yeah, um, there was a 2D Bayonetta game, which I think might have been like a PC thing. And honestly, when I saw that, it was a couple of years ago, wasn't it? Uh, I was. For, supposed,
2: I was remember like when when this was in April because it was the. It was the the year, I mean, there might be multiple years, but it was at least one of the years when they did, like, multiple things as the April Fool's joke.
1: Yeah. And Platinum,
2: Platinum, by the way, sorry.
1: Yeah. So I wasn't totally shocked, and I knew when I saw... Oh, wasn't... um, Another example. Correct me if I'm wrong. Wasn't R-Type Final 2 teased, and then it became the Kickstarter? That, too, was a joke, right? Was it? i don 't know I, maybe i 'm wrong on that, but there 's been at least a couple other instances, but yeah, so soul soul cresta, and then also, I believe you wanted to get to the fan survey of complete in box items
2: yes and and make sure we don 't we make sure we talk about the uh title what 's the who 's it
1: oh the title mini yeah, and i 'm not prepared to talk about that, so you 'll have to walk me through that. And then well, here's I was a...
2: counting on you on that oh. there, Anthony.
1: <laughs> and yeah. my selfish, my selfish uh, plug for myself here of something I want, speaking of old stuff, I have a wild hair up my backside. If anyone out there has a complete in-box, clean disc, long box, NBA Jam TE for the original PlayStation, I'm interested in buying for a market or decent price.
2: I was gonna say, are we just asking for 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 handouts? Because I've got a whole list of things I can ask for.
1: <laughs> no, I I would actually be paying something. So, yeah. So I don't know if, where you want to dive what, in. Wait, wait, wait!
2: Before we go on, what what is your feeling about those? Uh, if you have feelings, I don't know that you do. Uh, what is your feelings on like the the long box PSX games? Do you have any feelings on them? Because it's uh. it, like. For anybody who doesn't know, and I'm, I'm assuming a lot of our listeners do, but, um, so, and it's funny because I, I, before the PlayStation came out, I was, decided I was going to make a PlayStation fanzine. And mm-hmm. uh, at this point, because Sony had not ever released a console yet, they were, they were being very uh, welcoming PR-wise, so I actually got connected with two different PR people at Sony. Uh, for the PlayStation, so I did an interview with them about what the position would be, and I asked them what game cases their games would be using and i I for some reason always remember this that they said that their games would be using standard video game cases, which meant that at that point uh the assumption was. For whatever reason, that for video games, the standard case for a CD-based game mm-hmm. were those really crappy Saturn ca- cases, right? That like break if you look at them because right the the first releases for the for the PlayStation were in the exact same cases as Sega Saturn games were in. And then Sony changed, but they they still kept the really big boxes, but they made a new style where that was it the was black, all, the
1: more plastic, right? The black finish. It was
2: all like a pla- I mean, I mean, the other ones were plastic too, but it wasn't yeah. like that clear, like fragile yep. plastic. It was like a, a more solid plastic. Um, and then the third iteration of the game cases were, of course, regular CD cases. Right. So it's it's interesting that there's certain games. Um, Resident Evil being one that actually exists in two different forms, because I remember having it in the big case, and then once the little cases came out and they re-released Resident Evil in the little case, and I actually sold my big one and got the little one. Uh, so, do you do you, like? i know some people that are like i want to collect all the big box playstation games for example
1: well and i'll say this to be extra selfish and not that i'm ignoring you i'm I'm interested in nba jam te long box and final doom now that i've gotten that out of the way um my answer on that is it did okay it didn't have much of an effect on me i think at the time okay what was i thinking back then if you transport me back in time I probably wanted them in the jewel case i'm like why aren't these in jewel cases because japan why because japan has them and not because it makes sense that logically cds are in jewel cases it's because you know japan has them like this with that said long boxes didn't bother me too much i think i was still in that phase where it was more the art i was more concerned with than the you know the box was further down my list of worries here stateside with that said In hindsight, not knowing this at the time, decades later, the long boxes, particularly the clear ones, are more problematic. So, obviously, if I'd known that at the time, well, it would have been a lot bigger issue. Uh, Furthermore, I can never be simple and mainstream. The irony in this whole thing is, whether it's long box or jewel case, my personal favorite PlayStation 1 cases are neither of those. I like the unique... Um, oh, I have no. a.
2: Yeah. Are, are you going where I think you're going? Yeah, they probably. Continue, but um, I have a
1: couple uh, Japanese games in that the <sighs> thicker jewel I case. Hate
2: those things. Yeah,
1: I like I like the uniqueness of those.
2: Yeah, I mean they're they're kind of interesting, but because there's are a pain and about I, breaking and.
1: St- I so here's the thing. That's another example of hindsight being twenty twenty. But I say it from a perspective <clears throat> of uniqueness, and if you look at it, it's still kind of like a jewel case. It's not cumber, you know. It's not ugly, and it still has its own identity. So, like when you see the PlayStation uh, logo embossed in there, it does look like a high quality product, and it also kind of associates itself with, uh, you know, video games and not music CDs. So, mm-hmm. with that said, didn't did Europe use those? Regularly for those games, or was that also just for certain titles
2: so i'm'm <clears throat> I'm trying to think because I think they okay so I know Japan had both they had regular CD cases uh-huh and they had those fatties yeah i th- I want to say Europe maybe only had the fat ones mm mm-hmm. I'm not certain, but um because I didn't I never really got much into Euro PlayStation games. Well neither I did for I. Certain, I, I. Right. I, I just said I, I know I know for certain because um <clears throat> well so Um Jam Lamy Japanese is a regular C D case. Bibrimin, I I almost want to say is Vibrimin the really, really skinny C D case? Uh, I can't so, remember. Yeah, um, I've, got, uh, I've got that tube yeah. on the shelf. Yeah. But I've got I've got a couple I've got a I've no got a you know what Japanese I take that you know what Vib
1: Ribbon had two different I think it depends on um I, you know what it depends on when you bought Vib Ribbon because mine might be the thicker case but Neil's might be thinner I don't for some reason we just had this con- we were just looking at this recently yeah,
2: yeah I I think I think. I think mine might be one of the, the really skinny CD yeah. cases. But now now here's a shot of Vibberman in, in the fat case. Yeah. So are there th- I'll have to look. Yeah. I remember
1: which one I got. It's a weird one. Mm. I think one of the first ones I ever saw in that fat case that I got was Street Fighter 03 and Tobal 2. I, I think I've got it, at least four. Yeah.
2: You know what's funny is Tabal to 2 is one of my guesses of what you're going to say, just because I feel like <laughs> that's one of those games, that's one of those imports that, like, got people into importing games. Yep.
1: for I, I'd say on the PlayStation side, yeah.
2: Yeah.
1: Yep. Yep. I probably still have somewhere in one of the memory cards that save with all the unlocked 200 some odd characters that buy-right sold. You remember have, that? Have you
2: seen – have you seen uh, – no. Like, they, they – Wait, they they sold, like, a unlock?
1: I think so, the game sa- yeah, cause save. Yeah, because I'll tell you right now. There's no way I did it, so um, hmm. I know I have that save. Yeah, unless... Uh, yeah. Yeah, something like that. And I know damn unless well you, I didn't I, take so, the time. So
2: say, ha- have, have you seen the... Uh, there's that new PlayStation 1 memory card that takes, like, SD cards?
1: Yes. Yes, I did see that recently, yeah. It was pretty
2: cool. Yeah, Because I've got, I've still got a whole stack of memory cards. I've been thinking as like, because so I had that, I had that weird converter where you could convert them over to PS2 memory cards. The 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 save files. Sorry. Yes. It was like the adapter thing that you could plug in. That you could plug in. I don't remember how that worked, but you well, I have
1: you could. I think what you're talking about is different than what I'm going to say. I still have that adapter for PS3 units.
2: I'm sorry. I'm thinking PS3, yeah. Because the more I'm thinking about, like, wait a minute, wait a minute, PS2 We're, would take PS1 cards Which is
1: super, not, here's a, here, put your shock face on. It's it's very rare these days.
2: Okay. Oh, oh, oh yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah. I, 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 mean, was, I was, okay. Oh, no, I, I, I was being that sarcastic. Was, that was because. was my not every, every, understand. Yes, yes. Yeah, every, um, everything
1: is rare these days, but it is truly yes. a rare uh, piece.
2: Yes. Yeah. That and, like, the um, the Xbox 360 hard drive transfer cable and, like, some other, the, like, really, really weird little things. Mm. Yeah, so, yeah, I still had the adapter, but, yeah, it was, it was PS3 is what it was for. To, mm-hmm. to copy them onto the hard drive. I don't know. This is rambling. This is rambling. We're <laughs> my PlayStation? Uh, anyway, <laughs> anyway. So it's kind of neat, like, that memory card. The reason I brought it up is just, like, that memory card's, like, a, a sign of the times with all these kind of really neat little things that are coming out to, to, to fix old problems or
0: right.
2: make our lives better. And I, I was thinking is, like... You know, do I want that? Because it's pretty neat. But h- how often? I-, I think it would be a case of like if if Analog does a p- their own PS One. I think I would care mm. more.
1: That's Maybe. a good point. That's kind of forward thinking. How much is that? Um,
2: I think it was two. Let's see, Castle card going to be. Um, on here because I just I just ordered the. I ordered the Fenrir, which is the the Saturn SD card thing.
1: Damn.
2: And I saw it when I ordered this. So Saturn one It is not on I like Castlevania had it. Hmm. Um I'd have to look. I don't remember offhand what the hmm. the it wasn't I don't think it was too bad. Let's see. PlayStation. S D card memory card. I don't know.
1: I don't know. Hmm. Anyway. But what did you what did you order for the Saturn?
2: Oh uh the the Fen- Fenrir, which is the the S D card mod. Oh wow. Because I just got my... I just finally put in the mod for my GameCube. And then I sold... Um, it was a little bit hard, but I sold off my my copies of Sega Ages and Die Hard Arcade. And so I used that money to buy a Fenrir. And and oh, n-
1: stuff. Now that piece for the Saturn, do you have to open up the case? Or does that go into the cartridge slot?
2: no um the the satiator is the one that goes in the cartridge slot okay um and i had actually i had was a patreon of his uh, the guy who made it um but then it was it's like was it like 270 dollars or something like that
1: god damn
2: can't remember um and the fenrir is by the way that that memory card 70 dollars oh,
1: well that's not bad
2: uh, the fenrir is so fenrir. Where are you? Uh, is 140. And so basically, what you do is is same kind of thing as like the GameCube and some other consoles. Is you open it up and you you literally just unscrew this the the optical drive. Mm-hmm. You pull the optical drive out and then this board. Plugs into the plug the optical drive used, and then you scroll oh, right. it down and then you close it all up. Right. Um, and it's and you're good to go. Uh, it's it's super simple. Like I did, I said I did my GameCube of the night. It took five minutes or so.
1: Oh, that's not bad.
2: Yeah, the only thing was, um, a lot of people for the GameCube one they they'll buy an attachment because. Since you're basically taking out the entire optical drive, and this this board just rests in the bottom where the bottom of the drive used to be, to kind of to get the SD card in out, you have to like reach way inside and kind of contort your hand to try to get the SD card out and put back in. So there actually is an adapter on the GameCube that is a really nice little like kind of um, 3D printed thing. Mm-hmm. That it has an SD card slot in it, and then it has a cable that you plug that into the SD card mod board. That's it's wow. ki- it's, it's kind of like like if if you've seen these things, it's very very easy to understand. But if you haven't, it's basically just because once you take the entire optical drive out, it's so tall, but the board's so small, it's hard to reach in. So you can buy these like really nice custom extender things that that then. Because my GameCube has a hole in it, basically. If I open the lid, open the right, lid, it's, a es- big, it's essentially a been hole. gutted. Yeah, there's a big hole where the, the optical drive was. You can buy these this kind of like custom, custom-made piece that goes in there. It matches the color of your GameCube. It looks really nice, and then it makes it a lot easier to get the SD card in and out. I don't, I don't know that there's one of those for Saturn. because I don't know how, how far down it ends up being, but um, I will find out, I guess.
1: Hmm. You should be getting that what in another week or two.
2: I think they 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 said because uh, it was a kind of a pre order for the latest batch and it's supposed to be I think mid August that they're going to be shipping.
1: Oh, that's not bad.
2: Uh, yeah, and it's it's kind of it's it's kind of it's it's interesting because for Saturn, um, if you are looking to to move to playing games off an SD card, there's I think at least like three options, if not more, because there's There's the Fenrir board, there's uh, the Mode from Terra Onion, and the Mode is actually one that will work in either the Saturn or the Dreamcast. So you buy that one card and it can go into both.
1: That's kind of crazy.
2: There's a Satiator, where instead of taking the optical drive out, it plugs into that, that weird back slot that we never used in America. It's where uh-huh. the kind of the VC the VCD card went. And then I think there's actually one more, because there's one of the early ones, um, there was, they were called Phoebe and Rhea, and there was one for Dreamcast and one for Saturn. And the problem is it was, it was they were really hard to get, because they would barely be in stock, and the person, I think, who was making them, maybe was making them by hand or something like that. Um, and then there were tons of, 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 chinese knockoff versions of that board and then later on the other kind of legit options came along so it's funny that saturn saturn is one of the consoles where like you have the most choices in what you want to do
1: that's kind of weird
2: yeah
1: hmm what was the what was the site you ordered that on
2: uh so i got mine from castle Castlemania. uh-huh and they're really really decent site. they have like, a lot of different kind of things they they'll they, they'll carry like um the different controllers they'll carry the like ever drives they'll carry some of the um special releases like the the new uh, Mega Man Wily Wars English version for Genesis
1: wow. and that's a and this is like, Castlevania
2: yeah, Castle Maine. I'll
1: have to check that out because I didn't know they real I didn't realize they have ever drives and what have you because it's it always seems wonky on Amazon and uh that's actually good to know.
2: Yeah, I I, I ordered my last ever drive uh directly from Cricks, the guy who makes it. Um but that comes from like Eastern Europe, so you have to be comfortable with it just going in the mail and being lost for weeks and then right. showing up to you. Right. So um
1: hmm.
2: yeah, so you know, and I know the the Fenrir you can also order directly, but I know Castellini had it too and I just decided to order from them. Uh but they they yeah, they carry a lot of different stuff.
1: Hmm. I'm definitely gonna check that out. I don't <coughs> I've never been on that site. Yep. But uh speaking of all this gaming goodness and all of these odds and ends you're picking up. There's uh yet another one that you threw your name into the hat on. So uh were you were you able to secure your play date
2: i i have a play date with play date. um <laughs> i was order 4000 something so i will be wow. in the 2021 batch are are you do you have any interest in that thing
1: yes i y- yes and i was um it was on my list and the uh, i'm not i'm not going to say i'm not going to get one i don't I don't want to say that but the reason i'm not throwing in my my name in the hat at least yet is because of all the moving around i've done with my collection recently kind of narrowing it down to what you know just tying up loose ends I'm still on the fence but leaning towards yes that I want to throw my name in the hat on an analog duo which I kept going back and forth with you on but with some decisions I've made in recent months I now, you know, I map like I map out what I'm interested in. So like over the next 6 to 12 months I kind of have a list and I modify it <laughs> and playdate was on that list. And I think it looks very cool. It's unique. And I don't know if this is going to be a lame, cop-out answer for now, but with all of the Switch games I've purchased in the last several months and stuff that I've sold off and bought t- tons on with store credit, and I even bought a second Switch Lite at the start of the summer, I I just you know, yeah, I mean I, I've I've got <laughs> I I've got you know I've got stuff like a Lest... On Switch, sitting there, the Darius collections. Yeah. Um, I just what did I pick up? I got the new Phoenix Wright, the Ace Attorney Chronicles. Yeah. I've still got SMT three on. So anyway, the point is, uh, I I certainly am interested in the play date. I want to hear your feedback. The nice thing is they're continuing to open pre-orders. It's not one and done. Um, I'm definitely yes. so yeah.
2: Very nice compared to like analog and some other people. You know, in the fact that they're just like, if you want one, just pre-order it. And when we make right. more and we get to your right. number, we'll send it to you. Like I wish analog would be doing that. Right.
1: Yeah, I mean, and I'll, I'll, I'll bring some people up to speed because I came uh, better prepared on this topic. So I got an email yesterday, and it says, If Playdate looks fun to you, it's time. Secure your place in the Playdate queue. As you know from our last two emails, pre-orders for our Playdate handheld game system went up last Thursday at 10 Pacific. And wow, it was amazing. Surprisingly, we sold 20,000 Playdates in about 17 minutes. We're still kind of wrapping our heads around it. But most of all, we're so happy people want Playdate. Of course, there was one rough patch, a 15-minute zone where international orders were overloaded and not completing for some. If that hit you, we're sorry and we're looking into what we can do. Stay tuned. If you're pre-ordered, we can't thank you enough. So that's a special thank you to Molly. If (laughs) If you didn't, we're mostly just here to say, although our 2021 batch of play dates filled up, we're taking orders for the next batches, which will begin arriving in 2022. So, if you want to secure a play date for sure for next year, now is the time. A few notes. All pre orders will be shipped chronologically. So, the sooner you order, the sooner you get your play date. When in 2022? We're talking to our factory right now about what the soonest possible date is, more to come. And if your play date arrives in 2022, you'll still get the weekly season of games. It'll start for you right after you set up your play date. And there's a link. Here's how the season works. They go on to say pre-orders require full payment up front, but you can cancel any time for a full refund. And in closing, it says, this will probably be our last email for a while, at least until we have something important to talk about, like the release of our SDK, so anyone can make Playdate games. See you then.
2: The Playdate
1: team at Panic.
2: And and see for me, like one of the interesting things coming into this was um as a Mac person who has been a Mac person for the entire time I've used computers, um, I've known Panic for a long, long time. If you ask who like longtime Mac users, like everybody knows Panic. Panic is um a longtime Mac developer who makes amazing software um, you know, I I use their um, app. Well, it used to be there used to be Coda. It's something different now, but um, Coda was this, this app that you used to make websites. They make Transmit, which is is one of the best Mac FTP clients. Um, they've made other software over the years. So, you know, it was funny that for me, because sometimes people who are like we've never heard of Panic don't know who these people are. You know, but for me coming into it, it they are a name I've known for a long, long time, but they've only gotten to the game stuff pretty recently. Because uh, I know they published um, like Firewatch, Untitled Goose Game, and mm-hmm. something else. I think. So I, so I, I know that people will look at this and they'll be like, "It's an expensive hipster doofus device," right? I, I totally understand. It's this weird little handheld screen is only black and white there's no backlighting resolutions like 400 by 240 which I think is technically what the 3DS resolution was oh wow Because um, 3DS was actually 800 wide but that's because it was making two different screens to put together to make a it 3D it's got a weird crank on it you know like I, I know all the explanations for why this system seems so so silly and I wasn't sure if I was going to pre-order it at first. I'd been really curious about it and kind of watching it and thinking about it. But the funny thing is, is like, after I pre-ordered it, I started getting really excited for it. (laughs) And I I think like one of the promising things about it for me is that I like the idea of this device that has a bunch of games that I can pick up and play for like five or ten minutes. And I know people will say that's what cell phones are for, you know, but I just, I still, I just still hate cell phone gaming. For whatever reason, I just still hate it. I want the tactile buttons and D pad and things like the crank and things like that, you know. So I, I love this idea of this little device I can carry with me. I think it's, they said it lasts on standby for like 14 days. Wow. So this is the kind of thing you like, you, you toss it in your bag. You just have it in there when you're when you're somewhere out somewhere and you want to just play something real quick it's gonna be there for you and i I just like the idea that it's gonna be getting all these quirky little games that are gonna make it something unique and I don't know like I'm just really excited for well, it. well
1: i I do think it's going to spawn creativity I think it has uh while I don't have the names in front of me there are some
2: there's like uh, heavy Benet- hitters Benet- it, Bennett yeah. Foddy's making a game for it mm-hmm. uh, so he, you know, he's the infamous guy behind well, the getting up with Bennett Foddy uh, Lucas Pope uh, who did things like Return of the Obra Dinn and Papers Please is making a game for it um, the guy behind Katamari whose name I'm totally forgetting now uh, he's making a game for it so there, there's some actual like legit names making games for this thing
1: yeah, and this, uh, it's interesting because several years ago, this is ancient history now, but a device which also had user-created games and much more simplistic. Now, obviously, the play date is, is a thousand times more than what I'm going to mention, but something else that I still have in my cabinet, which I hooked up once, I'm very guilty, but I picked up that Arduino.
2: See, I, I, I thought you were going there, I was going to say, I've got one too, and I was excited for it, but I think once you get it, the screen size is just so small that I think that's part of what why I didn't do anything more with it.
1: I agree. I mean, it's a no, it's certainly a novelty. Uh, I have to tell you, with all of the weird devices and gaming related stuff I see around town because of all the unique shops I you know retro shops I live around, I've got to tell you, Molly. I have never heard anyone discuss or anyone outside of you and I that own that Arduino.
2: <coughs> Sorry. Um, yeah, I don't know if I know anybody who has one. Like, I, I have heard a little bit about it, but I uh-huh. don't know. And the, so the thing I think, because you said novelty, and I think that that's the problem with the Arduino is it's a novelty. Mm-hmm. It, it really is a gimmick. It's like, oh, this tiny little device right. that you can make and play games on. And I think the problem is, is Playdate does has all that promise, but in a way better package. Um, right. Because I legitimately wanted to try making a game for the Arduino, but I just just totally gave up on the idea. Whereas I'm legitimately thinking that I'm going to try to make a Playdate game. Will it work? I don't know, but like it has enough of the things I would want to to have that connection of actually wanting to put that effort in whereas so i just think the arduino it's
1: i know what you mean i honestly know what you mean because i did install the like there's a link or you put it on your desktop and i just glanced at it but uh, the the idea the premise is there the it had the right intention the you know yeah but at the end of the day it was I mean, would I be it's, off base to say it's not a whole lot more than like a TI calculator or what the nerds in class would sometimes do on a... Well, see, Texas what
2: I was going to say was um, I was starting to it into development for the Dreamcast VMU. Mm. So I made a few really simple programs on that, and that was fun and interesting, but that's kind of like the same thing as the Arduino, whereas it was neat to do, but it, it just... Yeah the scope of the excitement ended very quickly. And right. yeah. it's, it's it's a fun thing to say, hey, I made this, you know, right. and have somebody to show somebody. But I think on the play date, like I, I can actually consider making real games on this. Mm-hmm. But because of the limitations, that that makes it a better, a, a more attractive thing for someone like me, who's coming into it as a new, you know, as a newbie to all this. Right. You know, like I, I can, I can imagine. Like I actually, on the day that I pre-ordered, said I was getting excited. So I actually started. I went to Photoshop and I, 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 started mocking up screenshots for for a game. And because it's in black and white and because it's four hundred by two forty, like that was very easy for me to do. Whereas trying to consider that for like, you know, a Switch or a PlayStation. Or even a Game Boy Color, like that's much more complicated. So I think this is something that people could actually make games on. And one of the cool things is they're not only going to have the dev kits, but they're also going to have uh, Pulp, which is a web-based system for making games. Wow! Now the the problem going to be is how complex is that? We don't know. Mm-hmm. You know, like what kind of games can you make? Because it looks like it looks like it's suited for making like Zelda-ish kind of games, but they haven't shown enough to show us, like, the genre limits to it yet. But that, that web thing, is going to you're going to be able to make music on it, you're going to be able to make sprites on it, and make your game with, like, drag-and-drop kind of stuff. And so anybody can theoretically make some sort of game for this, which is exciting.
1: Yeah, that's interesting. Well, you'll definitely have to keep us posted on that, how that goes. And, you know, speaking of all these devices, you know, it's kind of the uh – uh, the fl- no, I don't want to say the flavor of the month. That's a knock. But, you know, we're talking about the play date now. We've talked about the Duo in the past. We talked about their Arduino years ago. But, you know, speaking of devices that have been talked about here today, gone tomorrow, uh, the official release, I think the Polymega is in September. Yeah. yeah. I mean, there's another one that I was real big on. And, you know, I'm still, you know, here's the I- thing. If this thing isn't impossible to get like in a year when I'm in a different mindset and and uh, you know they they make more than seventy five machines to sell, you know i I might still pick up some sort of variant of the of the polymega
2: I think just the question I would ask you is, what are you going to do with it?
1: Put it in a closet. <laughs> no, I'm kidding, I'm kidding. <laughs>
2: I mean, that's going to be a legitimate answer for a lot of people.
1: No. All jokes aside, um, because I've seen, like, every video on the Polymega. And this is probably a good thing that I don't get it right away. Like, let's say give it nine months to a year. You know, there is supposed to be some sort of a digitally driven web like or, like, an interface. And while they haven't given clarity because this has been years in development, and I know this is going to sound wacky because you have playstation and xbox and nintendo but i dare say there is the possibility of them acquiring the ability with certain licenses and agreements to let one legally digitally download games
2: okay sure yes but like you're saying okay how many companies are going to do that
1: i that so, so I, first
2: for, for okay first of all I, first of all throw everything from nintendo off off, right. off the table right? right that's all gone <sighs> Sega, mm, probably not. I mean, they're they're pretty good about their hardware, but software-wise, I don't see them. I I don't know about that. So potentially take off Sega. You got to ask is is Capcom going to be there? Hey,
1: I got one for you. Someone that's money hungry. It just hit me. Okay. Konami.
2: I I, I was going to get to Konami. Yeah, I I, I think Konami might totally do it right but i think the problem is is um just you know this isn't going to be the nintendo virtual console right it's not going to have the clout it's not going to have nintendo's games it's not going to have nintendo being a a a name that other publishers and developers know and trust in terms of doing this kind of stuff right um you know like i I don't know like i like you've got like uh, was it Hamster, who, who now owns the, uh, talked about, oh god, Soulcrusta. So was it Nichibutsu? Uh, and Hamster owns their library, um, and Hamster's doing its own thing, so would Hamster have any interest in this? You know, th- there's there's too many steps of like, this company probably wouldn't be there, this company probably wouldn't be there. So I, like, I was just well. been thinking about this lately, and it's just like, that's why I asked you, is like, what are you going to do with this like what uh, are you going to do with this that other solutions other cheaper solutions or better solutions don't give you
1: well you know it's just talk at this point like i said it's not like i threw my money in the ring yet you know like i said give it a year maybe there'll be some surprises Uh, i know i I, the people are i'm gonna hope to not mention this again until it comes out you know if i can't get a analog duo, you know, maybe that maybe that window opens up looking at the polymega again, but um
2: Okay, so so I mean let's let's say okay, let's say that you don't get the duo, right? I mean you're gonna you hear can. me complain
1: about it on text every day.
2: <laughs> you can, but let's say let's say you don't. So the the base unit for the Polymega is is now at the price of four hundred and fifty dollars. Jesus Almighty, oh, and then yeah, you're I, you know what?
1: You're, I, count me out. <laughs>
2: I've already, I've already. I,
1: for some reason, I thought like I'm not going to sound stupid because I knew there was all the modules, and I knew they were probably like a couple hundred bucks a piece. I don't want to sound like an idiot thought the base might have been close to 4 I might have th- I I would have thought maybe 299 I it's well, at no, it was cheaper now?
2: it was cheaper yeah but now it's at the point of four, being worthless no, uh, you
1: know what let's not waste our breath unless there's some sort of magic or miracle on this I'm out
2: okay but but just just for for station's sake so 450 for the base unit and then the turbo module's 80 so that's what 5 $530 that's stupid that's $530 to get you to a point of completely yeah. playing one console. That's right? stupid. So, to get the entire thing, to get the base unit and then the the four So for anybody who might not know what what the PolyMega is, they've built this console that has a CD drive and a couple of USB ports on it, right? And the the CD reader on it can can read like Sega CD, Turbo CD, Neo Geo CD, I believe. Um, yeah, and, and, and it and even
1: impo- improves load times and all that. Yep.
2: Saturn. Sorry, Sega Saturn. Maybe PlayStation. Uh, yes. Yes, I believe. yes. PS One? Yeah. Okay. So, so, so you can you can have the base unit and play CD games, but if you want to play cartridges, you need modules. So, a, a big chunk of the console comes off and then you take this other module and plug it in and that module then gives you pass throughs for a cartridge port and original controller ports. Uh, And to be clear you are not playing the cartridge the console dumps the cartridge into its memory and then you're playing it from there. Because this is one of the problems this entire platform is all software emulation based. It was originally going to be a mixture of that and FPGA, but they dumped the FPGA stuff. There's, It's all just software emulation. I, so, thought,
1: FP, I thought FPGA was still involved, but I guess maybe nope, I'm wrong. I, nope. It's not at all?
2: Nope, nope. So nope. the company is currently selling four modules. Uh, the first one is NES, and then Super NES, Genesis, Turbo So, So to get the console to where you could play basically all the console all the all the systems we just talked about and all their games there is a deluxe bundle that gives you a discount and that deluxe bundle is $650
1: no come on
2: but but that's $650 for a software emulation system and that's my thing right is if this was still those FPGA solutions like this would be a totally different conversation to me I think it would be a super interesting way to have one piece of hardware that can do all these different things. Um, But it's not. And to me, like, what is... Like, I mean, obviously I know what some of the benefits are, but, like, what is the difference between a $650 Polymega and a $40 Raspberry Pi?
1: Right, at that point... Yeah, I I Because know at the end of the day
2: they're both software emulation. Right. You know, an- analog stuff, it's a different approach to playing those games. It's a more genuine, more authentic solution. And I can justify those prices. But like for six fifty, that's that's an analog duo. An analog mega S G, that's an analog super N T, right?
1: That's a Neo Geo I mean, AES.
2: That's <laughs> the Neo Geo AES.
1: Which I don't suggest anyone get into, but yeah, I mean we're we're Neo Geo territory.
2: Yeah, so I mean it's it's a I I I keep thinking it's a really interesting idea. It's a really neat idea. Right. But <clears throat> I'm not paying those prices for software emulation. Yeah, um,
1: I take that back. Hmm.
2: Especially especially if you get yourself you know, even one or two of analog solutions like you're already halfway there Right. And, i mean i i know the argument is this can play neo neo cd can play like a saturn it can play you know
1: well a few that, that ship that ship for me has sailed because i i'm not getting back into buying those discs Right. Yeah, i that's mean the thing you are too, in a
2: right? much, like it's what's that I mean, that's the thing too is is uh, like, yeah I was thinking about this and I'm like, okay, there's there's three kinds of people that are that are buying or wanting to play retro games right now. First is a collector, right? And I don't mean people like you and me who just have games. I mean the collector. The people who are going out, they want to buy game after game after game and put it on a shelf and have a big right. collection to show off. Those people that I know tend to care about paying for the games not the hardware like if if a piece of hardware will play the game that's fine because they don't actually play a lot of these games they play them for maybe like five ten minutes put it back on the shelf have their collection to show off you know they just want something that will play the game so the next person is like the kind of retro curious somebody who's like hey i had a sega when i was a kid or i had a nintendo when i was a kid I'd love to go back and play some of those games or you have younger people who never played them in the first place. These people just want to try those games. Like right, they're not going to get serious about it. It might go out if, if they find a cheap Genesis and a few games, they'll pick it up, play some stuff. They're they're not going to ever look to spend this kind of money on on playing old games. The last category are kind of the people like us, the other people who they still have some of their games from their childhood right? They have their, their old NES cartridges, they have their old mm-hmm. TurboGrafx CDs they are, they're wanting to go back and play this kind of stuff they, they have these physical games because having physical copies is important to them for some reason they love these games, they want to replay these games people like that to me tend to want to play them in a genuine way so they either want to have the original hardware and find out find ways to have that hardware play on an HDTV or they want solutions like Analog has that will give them that that genuine feeling of playing on the original console
1: right like authenticity
2: right the authenticity so like those kind of people don't want to spend this kind of money for something that's authentic I don't think so I just like I don't I don't know how big the market for this product is but maybe I'm totally wrong I don't know
1: yeah not only how big it is but how long is it gonna last
2: yeah mm. so we'll see we'll see I'm really curious it's a super interesting idea I don't like some of the directions they've gone in I like other directions they've gone in I like the fact that they're they made a light gun that can work on HDTVs that's really awesome. You know, they're doing some cool stuff with this. Right. But it's just it's hard for me to justify at the prices they're asking.
1: Mhm. Yeah, that's 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 a chunk. Well, let me ask you this before we uh and if we don't get to these last two items it's not going to be a deal breaker, but for our fans as we approach about 55 minutes here. Um what was with the uh, little survey you did? I don't want to leave okay. that out.
2: Yes. Uh so, a while back on Twitter, I got curious because um, Anthony and I have talked about spine cards before. You know, especially recently because because of talking about Dreamcast stuff. The question was always is like, if a Japanese game is missing its spine card, is it complete or not? Right. Like coming into thinking like, what does complete in box mean? So, I asked 14 questions. I'm now going to ask them to us. I want to see what Anthony's answer is, what my answer is, and then we'll go over like what people, you know, the, the responses were. Um, and for all these questions, Anthony, the answers are, are I care or I don't care. There's no in-between. You can't, you can't buzz any of these. You have to pick one side or the other. Okay. So, all these questions are what what does it mean to be complete in box if if i if you're buying a game that is being labeled as complete in box what does that mean so first question you're buying a complete in box nes game and it come it doesn't come with the black sleeve the black oh, sleeve I- the cartridge goes into do you care or do you not care
1: oh for the black sleeve yeah i care
2: i care too yeah I think if you're saying it's going to be complete in box, any you yes, no have to have that sleeve. No yeah. doubt. Uh, well, that's what everybody's uh, – 53% of people said they do care. That was – Well, was 47 the, said no? Yeah. 40, actually, 469 technically, but yes. Okay. <laughs> Which to me, like, if you're saying it's complete in box, you've got to have that.
1: You're right. I, I don't get that. Yep.
2: Uh, question two. You're buying a Game Boy, Game Gear, or Neo Geo Pocket cartridge – but it cartridge not so not not complete in box but just a cartridge but it doesn't come with the clear plastic cartridge case do you care or do you not care
1: yeah i mean this is going to be a real big shocker for everyone just put this on repeat but i care yeah yeah the 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 snap tight the plastic piece that goes around the cartridge of course
2: i i want it but i don't think i care well, my not not
1: to spoil. I'm having fun with this, by the way, so I'm not trying to be to spoil this. But yeah, like, yeah. if it's complete in box,
2: well, I'm, I'm, I'm sorry, I'm sorry for this question. It's not complete in box.
1: Okay, is, give me the question again.
2: Okay, so you're you're buying a cartridge, not not complete in box. You're buying just the cartridge itself. You're buying a Game Boy, Game Gear, or Neo Geo Pocket cartridge oh, yeah. on its own. Yeah. But it doesn't. It doesn't have the clear, the clear case.
1: Well, I mean, if we're playing that game, yeah. I mean, it's not going to affect me as much because we know what we're getting into here. So, yeah. I mean, if it's a ge- if it's game X and I'm desperate for it, and there's no other like I know there's nowhere else in town or no way I'm going to get this thing, and I actually want to play it, and I don't want to try to resell it and scalp. You know, I'll pick it up. Yeah. At this point, okay. That plastic case is not going to bother me as much because it's almost all or nothing. If I'm in um if i'm in for this game and this experience at this point legally and there's no other way i can play it and i really want it uh i i guess for this i'm not going to care about it because of the you know because of the scenario so for this one don't care
2: i think i care more about game gear for some reason than i do the other two um I do like it in the Game Boy cases, but uh so anyway, sixty percent say they don't care. So they're agreeing with you. Question three. You're buying a complete in box CD based Japanese game, Saturn, Dreamcast, etc. And it has no spine card. I care. I care too. <laughs>
1: it's because my like, because my question is did this person who's into Saturn collecting really throw their spine card away? or lose <laughs> well,
2: I mean, this has been one of the funny conversations over the years, though. It's because there's people who just do not understand caring about spine cards. And then there's people like you and me who are hardcore about them. Like, I kind of like in a weird way, I don't know if this is Judge Vandal or not, I feel like if you, whether or not you have your spine card tells me whether or not you took care of your game.
1: I, I have a random question. This is a sidebar, but the fans can obviously listen. So, you know, it's no secret you helped me offload some of my Dreamcast stuff in recent months, right? Mm-hmm. you remember that note I sent you and I said, you know, for, for all the stuff I sent you to sell, I had the spine card for pretty much everything, right? But there was one that bothered me. Why did I not have a spine card for Third Strike? Yeah, I remember that. Did Third Strike not have a spine card?
2: Uh, I mean it had to, I, have, I, it,
1: right? I have two theories. Third Strike didn't have a spine card. Or in the past, whether it be by way of a Japanese music CD or other game that had a spine card, either I mismatched it to the wrong game Mm. or it actually went in a Japanese music CD. I mean, these are plausible. Or Third Strike didn't have a spine card. Because that was the only one that...
2: I, I, I feel like I don't remember... I feel like an arm Japanese game that didn't have one.
1: I I, I mean, I agree. I mean, I'm, that's just my theory at this point. I'm just shocked I didn't have a third-strike spine card.
2: Mm. Well, only 53% of people said they care. So 50-50. So 47% did not care if there was a spine card. Question number four. You're buying a complete in box Master System, Genesis, or Mega Drive game, but the hang tab has been cut off.
0: Oh.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I see. I, I love. I love like how just minute I got with some of these.
1: Oh, now you're asking me, do I care yeah. about the
2: the hang tab?
1: What looks like a rat chewed on the top. <laughs> Um, yeah, I care, because that's going to bother me more than, ooh, yeah, I don't like that, because that's going to make me get the game into my collection if I'm super desperate for it, and then I'm searching for really clean, exact replica, either replica or replacement box, Mm because that one's going to bother me.
2: I, I... I never used to care, but I care now, and I feel bad about that. I mean, just it's just going to look thing. so
1: just janky.
2: But yeah, it is, because part, part of the problem, right, is like – because when I was young, I, I, I admit I cut mine off for a lot of my games. Oh, my god. Um, but I took an x knife and was very careful about doing it, very clean cut. But you see some of that just are just like so raggedy in terms of like how they cut them off, and it drives me crazy. I and have ne- I
1: have never even thought of – Doing that.
2: Uh well well we are certainly the weirdos here, Anthony, because seventy eight percent of people said they do not care <laughs> if the hang tab is still attached. Number five, you're <laughs> buying a complete a complete in box Super Nintendo game, but it's missing the little cartridge port cover. Oh. I care. I care about that. I care. Well, okay. Let, let me let me up. So I don't care about Super Once again, because of the terminology, I care. If, if yes. this is a
1: complete in box product, and this here here's the deal: if you're looking for a game, you need it in your collection. You're at a garage sale. You know we we're not playing this complete in box game. You're going to take the game, and it's not going to affect you as much because of the circumstances. If someone is charging you fair or top dollar for a product and it's complete in box, I'm going to care.
2: Well, 65% people oh, do not care.
1: Oh, my goodness. Those are, the, those are all the bad people of the world when you go to <laughs> secondhand shops, and these are the people that put marker on the cases, ripped the tag, looks like they that, played street hockey.
2: That is one it, of those things where it's like, how, how do you lose that?
1: I don't know. I don't know.
2: Anyway, I don't know. Uh, this is an interesting one. You're buying a complete-in-box U.S. Sega CD or Saturn game, or I guess we could now say a long-box PS1 game. I know uh, what you're going to say. But it doesn't have the foam insert.
1: That. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It it only bo- it bothers me because I know it's, it was there. Right. I, and in a very rare move, 99% of what I own, for the record, to, to make this a little bit more intriguing, 99% of my collection is bought firsthand, mint. It's very, 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 very rare that I buy used games. Mm-hmm. And the only reason in recent months I bought a couple of used games is because it was at a retro shop, and these are unique exceptions. Why am I, why am I telling this long-winded story? Because one of the games that I've had a wild hair up my backside for in recent years that I didn't think I'd be able to add to my collection, at least reasonably, is I wanted the original XCOM Enemy Unknown for PlayStation 1 in my collection. Mm -hmm. And I got a copy. The disc is pretty much flawless. It's the long long box clear case. And it has a manual. Now here's the caveats: the manual is missing the front page, the graphic cover. Oh wow! Oh, I know, I know it. I mean, I mean, you, you showed me by remembering you now. Yeah. And it's missing that. I would assume that foamy piece was in there as well. So, like, look, did why did I do this? That game is su- like. This is the only copy they had at this place, and this game is like uh, excluding online is near impossible to find the trade off for me the disc was virtually mint, it did right. have the manual, even though it was missing the you know the cover art we'll call it, and I think it was, and I didn't pay cash either. I used a trade it was forty bucks, so I know this game fetches eighty to a hundred plus bucks. And I knew the important part at the very least was I knew the disc wasn't trash. So there is one of the unique exceptions, which actually is good timing correlates to this Q&A. But, yeah, there's an example of something that was missing that foam. Uh, It does bother me, but what are you going to
2: do? I I like having it. I do feel like complete in box means the foam has to be there. Right. But at the same time, that's like one of those things where – I could, I could replace it on my own, right? Pretty easily. Um, so I kind of have to say I don't care. Uh, so I will, I will join the seventy-six percent of people who say they don't care. If the mm. there or not. Mm. Uh, you're buying a TurboGrafx-16 game with case. It's not necessarily complete in box, but it's it, it, it's it's in the case. Has a case and a booklet. Uh, but it doesn't have the Hue card sleeve. Everybody doesn't know, TurboRaphax-16 games, they're the little kind of like credit card looking things. And they they had little plastic sleeves they came in.
1: I got to tell you, it's been so long since I owned a Turbo firsthand. And I'm, I guess I'm so used to seeing and used game shops not seeing it. So I have to make a big confession there. I forgot about that. <laughs> I did.
2: Yeah, they're 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 missing a lot of the time.
1: Uh yeah, I mean, I'll be damned. The the last time I probably saw them was when I owned my own set in the early 90s. Wow. So, I mean, uh I mean, I'm only going to care because you told me, but I'm uh, you know, to be different, I'm going to say I don't care because wow, I spaced that.
2: I I do care um and uh however, 57% of people say they don't care. Mm. So it's, it's kinda close, but now here's here's we're getting into some really weird ones here. Now 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 that the turbografx 16 or Turbo CD game is complete in box. Completely including the cardboard box it came in. Uh but that box is missing the bottom styrofoam block. <laughs> but for now everybody who doesn't know, that the the turbo graphics and turbo CD games came in in cardboard outer boxes. But because the box was taller than the game itself, they would put a little styrofoam insert in the bottom uh, to to kind of hold the game up. So basically, the big, the games were like CD case size, right? But a CD case isn't perfectly square, whereas right. the the games box itself was square. So there'd be a little styrofoam insert in the bottom to keep the the game from kind of just hit you know hitting up and down like like kind of flying around
1: in there i not to be repetitive i'm gonna i'm gonna plead the same answer i did with the previous question you know it's been so long since i saw it firsthand um i'll lean towards i don't care but if it's paying for complete in box top dollar i guess this is how we have to look at it to put the spin on it if there's a game I'm paying eighty or hundred bucks for, complete in box for a classic system, and it's promoted as that, I will care that it doesn't have that.
2: I think I think with the rarity and price of Tribble games, like if that was the one piece that was missing, I wouldn't care, right? Because you, 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 you can make make a new story from it for yourself. Um, I obviously want it, but I think at this point, like I think I can't care about that. Uh well I will tell you Anthony that 80% of people did not care.
0: Wow. So. Uh
2: now this next question only a weirdo like me would ever ask. <laughs> and the the results show that uh you're buying a complete in box Nintendo DS game. Okay. But it's missing the health and safety booklet.
1: You know I'm I'm weird too I guess, you know Yeah, I mean if there's supposed to be a warranty card or health and safety booklet even though it's insignificant that was a part of the original packaging so you know I I would I would notice.
2: I I I've, I've never not bought a DS game because it's missing, but I I I do care. I care about that being gone. Um however, uh Almost 91% of people say they do not care. (laughs) They do not understand my pain. You're buying a complete-in-box game from Nintendo that originally came with an ad for Nintendo Power, but it's missing.
1: Oh, wow. Um... (sighs) What, help me out here what's the scenario am i am i paying money like am, what's what's the um
2: so you're buying like uh like somebody's got a uh an nes rescue rangers complete in yep. box yep but it originally came with the nintendo power ad in it and that's the one thing it's got the booklet it's got the box it's got the it's got the black sleeve it's got the game the game's in great shape since i have to pick since
1: i have to pick one i'm gonna say i don't care but i'm gonna say i don't
2: care yeah i'm i'm not into nintendo games enough that i care about this so i don't care um and uh, 77 percent of people also did not care (laughs) yeah with the majority this time uh three 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 more questions you're buying any kind of complete in box game that originally came with a separate warranty card, but it's missing.
1: Uh, please repeat the uh, question.
2: Okay, so you're buying a complete box game that came with a separate warranty card, like a a, a a kind of a, a, a card by itself. that's a warranty card, like you see them a lot in like Japanese CD games.
1: For oh, I know what you're talking about now. Um. Man, I, I'm going to say I don't care.
2: Yeah, I, I kind of don't care either. It's, and, mind uh, you,
1: I have to pick a side. So the rules yeah, for the game was yeah. I have to say I care I don't care. I'm saying I don't yeah. care, but know that deep down inside I'll remember.
2: It's not – I mean, yeah. I mean, if it's complete in box, you, you hope it's it's there. But right. it's, it, it is it is kind of hard to care. Uh, and 86% of people agreed <laughs> with that. <laughs> But now, here comes the one I think you and I are gonna uh uh disagree with the majority on. You're buying any kind of complete box game that originally came with a warranty card attached to its booklet. Oh, but it's missing.
1: Yeah, I care because that means they would have had to have removed it or ripped it.
2: Yeah, I care. I care i um I, I will admit that uh I may have lost on a out on a sale of a Sega CD game recently. Uh, because as a child, I took the warranty card out. No kidding. And the person I was going to sell it to cared about that. They, they
1: asked about that? Yep. Wow.
2: Well, no, wow. because I, 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 I told them that. I told them the warranty card. Right, you're being honest. Because, because, you, because if yeah.
1: it, this kind of comes back around full circle to what I was saying earlier. It all comes in how you pitch it and how it's being promoted, so that's honesty. Yeah. But wow.
2: However seventy one percent of the heathens out there in the world mm. do not care if that warranty mm. card is missing no, I have I'm a sorry.
1: question to add to this you have one more question Add uh, this two more okay if it's not of these two i you can revise okay. your test for the future. I have one to add if it's not these well the, the
2: final the final two uh are are near and dear to our hearts as uh s n k fans okay <laughs> um now i'm not saying you you've been in this position i've never i've never been in this specific position of of buying one but you're buying a neo geo m v s cartridge okay but it doesn't come with the original cardboard box
1: uh that would that would i would care
2: hmm i would not care
1: i i would care asterisk These days, I've seen some of the professional stickers and labels people have made, whether it be for boxes or the carts, which make them look even more professional. I've seen MVS style like AES boxes. So there are ways to make this very cool and arguably better. But being a purist and having dealt with Neo Geo stuff before, if I'm buying an MVS cart, I I, I would care.
2: Now, I, 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 know, I know MVS collectors do care about this. So I'm not an MVS collector. That's why I think partially I don't care. Um, I've got a few cartridges that are just kind of sitting there. But you know, I, 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 I understand. I understand why the MVS collectors care about having the box. So I, I do understand, but I don't personally care. Um, this was close, though, because 53% said they do not care. I mean, it was It was close. Uh, <laughs> finally, you're buying a Neo Geo AES game. The, mm-hmm. the home cartridges, um, and it has the case, but it has no booklet.
1: Mm. I care.
2: I see. If if you've it ever doesn't seen, have a to, ne-
1: you're you're going to justify
2: not having the manual. Okay, well here, here's the thing, right? So the cartridge I care about the most is Sam's Two. My cart, you know, the cart I own. Um, It has just this dinky little CD booklet, right? Probably the exact same manual that went to the Neo Geo CD version of the game. Uh,
1: I used to own that cart, by the way. Yeah.
2: Yeah. It's just like some stupid little CD-sized booklet. So, now, in theory, I shouldn't care, right? But, (laughs) but... With the prices you're paying for an AES game, and with the prices that were paid for them originally, oh yeah, and the 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 care you would assume people buying Neo Geo games would give them, if that booklet isn't there, and it was there originally when you bought it, something is wrong to me. So I I, I I if I'm buying it, I would care.
1: I would, yeah, I would agree with that, definitely. And 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 to bring that back around, I would care.
2: Yeah. Uh, well, fifty nine percent of people said they would care as well.
1: Yeah, I was going to say, and the other, the other uh, forty, forty one percent are probably never owned a Neo Geo.
2: Right. I mean, that's the thing. It's is like Neo Geo. Like AES cards are one of those collectors' markets where, like, y- you you have to have that kind of ex- expectation, right? It's it's not like you know Super Nintendo cartridges where people just had the card or N sixty N sixty four is the worst to me, I think. N sixty four, you always just find the cartridge and nothing else ever with it. <laughs> um, yeah, but AES, uh, like you've you've got to assume it's going to be there.
1: I have one you can add to your questionnaire. Okay. Do you care when buying a game uh with you know with whether it be complete in box or incomplete but it has the manual and does it affect you one way or another if that manual has notes written in it or someone has written in Ooh. that manual
2: yeah, I care <laughs> yeah that 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 bugs me, yeah.
1: And uh, for while I've never encountered this, and I'm just uh, adding this mm. to the questionnaire for funsies. Since there was some, the last portion of this quiz was SNK oriented. Uh, do you care when buying a Neo Geo related product if it's been freaked?
2: Absolutely. I have a serious question. Explain explain that. Explain that for people who don't understand.
1: Boy, I got to tell you, when I first started getting into buying Neo Geo stuff in the early, early 2000s, I didn't fully understand. I didn't know what was going on because I didn't. No, I
2: mean, it's it's a really weird, strange world. I
1: I had to go through so many message boards going back to ground zero. Like, I saw people laying into a couple individuals and then there was like all these stories and side stories and I'm reading stuff like well this is stamped or this cover was redone and I'm like what I'm like I have no idea what is going on and it took me like I don't know how long it took me to figure all this out but ultimately this all goes back to the Neo Geo freak company which at one time not only dealt in selling Neo Geo games and product But at one time even became for a very short period the official SNK license for distribution of a few titles. Of a few games towards the end of the original Neo Geo's lifespan. And with that, these individuals would take the product that they purchased and they would freak them. And freak them entailed things like taking the manual putting a stamp of their brand or their company in the back, taking the original inserts, the aka the box cover art, removing it, shredding it, getting rid of it, and replacing it with their own variant of SNK art, but that some people would argue wasn't as high a quality as the original print. How dare you do that to the original Japanese game? Am I on the right track here, Molly?
2: Yep, yep.
1: Now, I will say something here. Now, I would have never thought this at the time, And don't think I'm working for the devil. But I have to say, well, here's the deal. For the record, do I agree with any of that? Hell no. I want the original product as close to what the original manufacturer was. You know, and if they have official (coughs) distribution, that's great. You know, if they want to add in a little insert or something completely separate from the package, more power to you. That's my opinion. Now, if this is on the up and up, and I'm not going to get into this because there were some legalese and back and forth in the courts. If Neo Geofreak was the legitimate distributor, or at least in the U.S. uh, legally, for the most part, you know, correct me if I'm wrong, Molly, if they wanted to take those inserts out and take a piece of blank paper and write metal slug on it and marker and stamp it with Neo Geofreak official release, unless something was said o- otherwise in the contract they could do that correct
2: so we're getting into – like i don't yeah that's it's getting to the part where i don't remember all the the the
1: That's kind of, yeah, at the time, because at the time, at the time I was with it, not that I ever was the, the quote victim of this or spent that money and had it happen. So I'm all doing this as armchair quarterback. Now at the time reading all this, I'm like, oh my God, this is terrible. These guys are crazy. How can they do this now that I'm a little older? And once again, I wouldn't suggest I wouldn't do that if it was my distribution, but if they wanted to take that case and, you know you know, draw draw a really ugly looking bonaparte tank and write metal slug on it and stamp it, they could.
2: So by the way, Neo dot com is, is still alive and well. Does it still say um, coming
1: soon, like twenty fourteen? Uh I'll have to look for that. The last time I saw anything on them is cause updates I'm,
2: coming. Well, there is updates coming. There are yeah, coming soon, coming soon. Um, okay, so, God, God, this, this is. I mean, this is like a, a eight hour story. But by
1: the way, I think those guys. The reason I know this is, I'm on like a Facebook group. Like I, I liked their page or something a few years ago. I think those guys might be doing. I had a laugh. I think they might be into real estate now, or took some of that money into I real estate. Wouldn't be shocked. I'm so, me neither. Yeah.
2: What people need to understand <laughs> is the 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 Neo Geo fan base is um, insane, just completely insane. <laughs> it's it's been insane for forever, uh, but there are people who are even more insane than the regular insanity uh, that goes on in in this fan base. And as Anthony was saying, there there were these two people who shall remain nameless uh, who who decided that the things they were doing were official and they were trying to make deals and, and and they were like these supposed like rock stars in the Neo Geo fan fan community. Right. So to give you an idea of what this is about, when when Anthony is saying they're taking the original inserts, they're shredding them, they're making their own inserts. So on their website, the big thing on the front page, it says Overview of Neo Geo Freak corrected inserts. And that's, that's one right. of the things is if you look at their their verbiage, like how they're saying things. Um, They, their, their opinion was that they were correcting these games. Uh, But huge, huge controversy among the fandom and what they were doing. And so this says like, as per the settlement agreement between Neo Geo Freak and SNK Playmore, SNK Playmore had to issue a public press release stating that the corrected inserts from Neo Geo Freak (NGF USA) are official and were authorized by SNK Japan. So, on their side, they they were saying these are these. We're doing this because we are correcting the games. <coughs> um, on the other side, people like my side. It was like <laughs> you guys are just like elitist. Douchebags! You right. think you you these bigwigs in the the community, and you're not, and you're destroying like the original pieces of these games to to put your stupid fan creations into them. It, it was a mess. It was a don't you don't you agree? Mess. And I know
1: they wouldn't do this because most likely ego, like what you're saying, elitist. Don't you think they would have been better off like? And it would have almost maybe you know, maybe been a collector item in and of itself, you know, if they left the games alone, and then maybe had their own separate little bag insert that they put in there with like their own propaganda and what have you, like separate from the car, you know, not actually defacing the box or the manual, and maybe just put something separate in there with their likeness.
2: So what I would have, what I, I mean, <clears throat> like I mean, these days, obviously, right? These these days, it would be, um. We're making our own run of like rare games mm-hmm. with new cover art and everything, right? Right. But that's mm-hmm. what you do these days. Um I think back then. <clears throat>
1: <sighs> Excuse me.
2: I I mean, what I would have done is kind of like what you're saying is I would have made collectors editions of these games, right? You know, you put like like art books, you put like music CDs. You know, I mean because. I think it'd be very easy with, like, I mean, because there were, there were music CDs coming out all the time in Japan for, for these games, right? So so why did not you work with, with SNK Japan to, to have, like, okay, here's, here's an English-language version, I mean, in terms of, like, the, the booklet and everything, English-language version of the Japanese music CD for this game, and here's, like, a poster and a little art book or something. Like, yeah, there's things you could have done without doing what they did without uh, making like I, 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 wish, I wish I could give see an example of like one of their labels on here. Because and while you're looking stuff. for that,
1: I have a very stupid question and then a, a comment. It goes without saying, no matter no matter where one what side one is on with these individuals. Um, here's my captain obvious question. <clears throat> these guys must have had a lot of money. with that said while you yeah. ponder that because i didn't you know because i wasn't familiar with neo geo freak firsthand from the start from their get go cuz i think they used to make individual sales calls and cuz I, I actually saw an, a very interesting interview with one of the gentlemen on youtube about 7 8 years ago i sat through the whole thing i can't remember who it was but someone sat down with them and had a conversation and i got to tell you it was it was interesting and Anyway, that aside, um, the thing that I always remember when I first, like, came across that site when I was really hardcore into all the Neo Geo stuff, the images I have burned in my head, and I don't know if we talked about this. Do you remember, like, I don't know, it was probably, like, 2000, 2001, 2002. Do you remember going on that site and seeing the shots of that lot Of all the Neo Geo games they got and they were like tossing them like all the boxes to each other like as they were on what the hell was all that about (laughs) what was that and I think that was in Vegas if I'm not mistaken or my nuts am I making that up
2: Uh, that I don't
1: remember you you know the shots I'm talking about right
2: yeah yeah I mean I I, I don't remember them exactly but I remember I mean they must have had like
1: and that was all legit, right?
2: I guess the question the question is kind of like, is this is this one of the neo? Oh my god, that's a neo geo freak, envious. Um, I I, I don't I'm. J- because if it was the SNK Playmore area area, that had to have been when SNK was having financial problems, right? So yes, that um, was like I don't 01. remember at what point this came up in terms of SNK's financial issues. And so I don't know if it's a case of like, you know, just it was cheap to get some of the stuff. Um, there were issues where the the official U.S. branch like just wasn't getting it done. Like I don't, it's. There was just so much chaos in that in that in that community at that point yes. that it's it's so hard to remember like all the details of what mm-hmm. happened. But it's funny, yeah, because I'm looking at like here, like there's a few samples of like MVS Neo Geo freaked MVS games, um, and of course there's their, their really crappy Neo Geo freak logo on the side. It's like a little stamp,
1: isn't it? Uh, it's like a stamp, right? It's
2: like a little like a little planet with like. Yeah. NGF ringing around it. Yeah. Um, but they they took, like, the original, the original black and white label off the side and put these color labels on it and stuff. It's just the fact that like, they were doing things that made no sense.
1: It almost seemed just like they were trying to antagonize the community on purpose.
2: Part, it, it felt like part of that, and it felt like part of just, like, they wanted to have their name on things so they could pretend like they were important to the community. Right. You know? Like, I really wish I could find a –
1: did you Talk ever away. have any product or buy anything that had Neo
2: Geo Freak uh, on it? No. No, no. Yeah. No. Yeah, I I I need to stay away from their stuff. But I said I I was trying to think of like what it was um was it like because the the Neo games there was like the dog tag era.
1: Yeah, for the in the US, yeah, like the red right. stripe so down there. I can't yeah. remember
2: if it was like they thought they should all be dog tagged, or they hmm. thought they should not be dog tagged. It was just it's 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 I <laughs> it was just dumb. It was just really dumb. And and if you, if anybody out there ever wants to go down a rabbit hole, like oh my god, look at those AS cartridges. Look at all those. Um, just dig into some hours of of what was going on in the Neo Geo community and it it seriously was insanity.
1: Mm. Well, that that was quite the question to add to your questionnaire so you can add that for next time. D yes, Are you deb, okay def, with that?
2: Definitely. Absolutely positively? no Neo Geo for you <laughs> versions of games. No. No.
1: Man. Man Oh man. Well. Okay, real well, quick, real quick, yeah.
2: real quick before we finish. Uh, because we'll never get to it otherwise. There's been a lot of these mini consoles come out uh, a few months back.
1: I keep forgetting. Yeah.
2: Taito announced their own. Taito Arcade Selection, the Egret 2 Mini. I guess the Egret is the name of their particular cabinet. Like, you have, like, the candy cabs and things like that from, from, like, Sega and Capcom and stuff in Japan. Uh... So it's it's it looks like the kind of the Neo Geo Mini did. It's, it's in I guess well, the the uh, Sega like Astro City as well.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: It kind of like it looks like a mini arcade machine. Where it's got a joystick and buttons for one person. It's got an LCD screen built into it. It has 40 games on it, uh, just a really quick run through them.
1: Yeah, because I'm a, I am I remember this getting announced, and I have to be honest, I didn't follow up. I saw a few things, and then I somewhat lost interest. What are they at now? What are the games?
2: Okay, so the 40 games, and, and somebody on re, uh, Resetera was really nice and put this in kind of order of the arcade machines. So from Taito's uh, 8080 powered boards, you get Space Invaders, Lunar Rescue, Steelworker, and Lupin Third. Uh, from the Taito Kicks system board, you get Kicks. From the Taito's uh, SJ system family of Z80 powered boards, we get Pirate Pete, Adventure Canoe, Elevator Action, Check and Pop, Outer Zone, The Fairy Tale Story, The Legend of Kage, Bubble Bobble, Elise Comet, Ikikai Kai, aka Paki Raki, uh, and Scramble Formation. From uh, Taito's X system family of 60. 60- takes me a thousand boards. Rosten Saga, Twin Cobra, Truxton, a.k.a. Tatsujin, Rainbow Islands Extra, Kadash, and Volfeed From the Taito L system, uh, we get the New Zealand story and Ryan Mace, uh, from uh, which by the way, um, 0 on Twitter was extremely excited about that one because she is what? one of the most hardcore... Raimis uh, fans out there,
1: and how do you spell that? What's the name of that game?
2: R a i m a i s.
1: Ooh, okay. Uh,
2: Taito B system bringing us this violence fight. Taito F one system boards. Uh, Don Dokodon hat trick hero, aka football champ, and Metal Black. The Taito F two system board. Uh, Mizubaku Adventure, aka Liquid Kids. Gun Frontier, the Ninja Kids, and Runark, a.k.a. Growl. Mm. And the, uh, and this is where um, one of the big ones for me comes in. The Taito F3 system boards bring us uh, Rayforce, which has been tons of names. Gunlock, That's Glock, one of my. F- that's one of my favorite section. shooters. Uh, Kaiser Knuckle, a.k.a. Global Champion. Darius Gaiden. Bow Bubble 2 Bubble Symphony. Kaiser Knuckle EX... Dan Kuga, Puzzle Bobble 2X, aka Boss Move again, Bubble Bobble 3, Bubble Memories, and last but certainly not least, Elevator Action Returns. Mm. Okay, so this is a lot of weirdo Japanese games. Yeah. With a few games people in the West will know. Yeah. So so why is this interesting? Well in 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 a particularly cool but uh unexpected but super niche uh ability of this little mini arcade cabinet you can pop the screen out and turn it ninety degrees oh, so that you can that. you can have it the screen either be horizontal or vertically oriented mm-hmm. So for like the shooters and things like that you can you can take this little screen out, put it back in vertically, and play your vertical shooter properly, which is really neat but it, it's also like it's kind of like a just a super like it's not even gimmicky but it, it kind of is just because it's just this on this little cabinet like is that a super big deal but it's cool like, it's a cool, cool option um but what title's also done is I think something must be missing from that list because one of these controllers wouldn't make much sense uh without certain other games but they've they've announced three different uh, separate controllers, like additional controllers you can buy. Uh, There's an arcade stick, there's a kind of D-pad controller, and then there's a controller that has a paddle and a trackball on it.
1: Oh, okay. Uh, Do I get the $64,000 if I can guess it? Okay. Arkanoid.
2: Well, that's what I was thinking, is like, that list didn't have Arkanoid on it, and it... Good, shouldn't it
1: well then if you're telling me that they have that turn I can picture it in my head you twist top the the paddle yeah well what the hell else is going to use it
2: cause that, that was that was Taito so now is that list missing the, the Arkanoid on it hmm Because there has to be games that use the paddle if they're going to have the paddle. Right.
1: <laughs> when does this device, when is it slated to release?
2: Okay, so it's coming out. Um, so pre-orders are still, are pre-orders still open? Boy, see, I should have done research on this. Uh, so it's coming out. Wait, where's the page? Actually. Come on. So, this is heading um, March 2nd, 2022. Hmm. So I wonder if they just haven't announced all the... Wait, okay. Uh, the unit connected to a TV as the Astro City Mini and an SD card slot can be used to expand the library, which is another cool thing. Oh, uh, really? But This has only been con- officially announced to support an official SD card... Okay, here we go that contains 10 trackball paddle specific games that will come sold separately with the controller. Okay. So if you buy the controller, the the trackball and and uh paddle mm-hmm. controller, mm-hmm. that comes with an SD card that has 10 relevant games on it. I mean, obviously some of which would be Arkanoid games.
1: So Yeah, it's probably going to be like Arkanoid, Arkanoid Returns.
2: Yeah. Uh-huh.: So I mean, it's, it's super niche for us Westerners, uh, but it's just the, the cool thing to me on this was, instead of just putting out like, I mean, let's be honest, the, the Neo Geo mini felt felt kind of slapped together, right? It, it, it's neat, but it, it felt very underwhelming and very underdeveloped. Um, I, I really think they've put a lot of thought and work into this, and that's what makes it cool to me.
1: Yes, I mean, I, I mean, I. It's all about respecting the history, and I understand why there's certain games on there, and we all have our favorites. And uh, look here, you want me to just speak from the heart?
2: I mean, okay, I mean, let me guess, and then you can speak from the heart. Well,
1: no, it might not um, be, and this doesn't just go for Tito because I love, I love. Like, well, my
2: my guess would be. It, why, why are you not putting this effort into something on consoles, right? Oh, Instead or that. Okay. That's a, a totally thing.
1: different conversation. Right. Why not just release this digital pack download for 20, 30 bucks or whatever? and, and then make, also make the controllers, give, and then yep. have
2: everybody will be good. Yep.
1: Yeah. My problem with a lot of these devices, and this is going to maybe make me sound ignorant or uh, I don't know what the right term is. Like I guess it's like, why am I not respecting this point in history? But I'm just going to talk like a real human being right now. And this is my opinion, okay? When a lot of these devices come out, please skip, with rare exception, please skip the early 80s and (laughs) 8-bit era. And let's get real. Once we hit that 16 bit, 32 bit sweet spot, those are a start picking primarily from those catalogs. A g- quick example. And here's the thing when space is precious, like if you're just releasing a whole bunch of stuff on a digital service for completionists or whatever, and you know, let's say there's a flat fee, hey, Whatever. Put, I don't care what you put on there, you know, as long as the good stuff's on there. When you have finite space and you've got to narrow down to the best and you're trying to get a buck on these things, which many people have been illegally playing on their computer for now decades, I don't want the original elevator action. Nobody wants (laughs) the original elevator. Now here's the catch. That second elevator action returns? That's a two thumbs up. Yep. Ray Force, two thumbs up. Some of those beat-em-ups. All right. But like, and also here's the thing. Okay. And this is not a 16-bit game. I don't, at least I don't think it is. I'm going to be selfish again. And you correct. You can slap me on the hand if I'm wrong. That first bubble bobble, bring it on. Molly, forgive me. Nobody wants Rainbow Islands. <laughs> Nobody wants that. And
2: there's the thing a, there's is, there's a few people oh, who want <laughs> it. But.
1: <laughs> but here's the thing: Would you agree with me when you have only so many slots to fill up? Unlike yeah, yeah, nobody's asking. This isn't where. This isn't the the conversation is not Streets of Rage and Streets of Rage Two, where it's right. like you know what? No, it's. That is such a waste. So anyway, I I guess my cry, my plea here is with these devices, with rare exception, unless we're talking like the original Mario Brothers, which I know is on console and a different conversation. If we're talking about something the magnitude of like Super Mario Brothers, okay. All that other 8-bit stuff, unless it's an 8-bit NES classic, something truly deserving of it, cut that crap out. That's all trash.
2: Yeah, I I think I think I mean this is, goes back to my argument about like why is Altered Beast on the Genesis Mini right? Like there there's some of these questionable things. I think on the other side, my my thing is just like, okay, you want elevator action returns? Buy this little mini arcade thing. You want oh, Alien vs Predator from Capcom?
1: You just. Buy, but, so- Yes. buy
2: Capcom's joystick thing. Yes. You want Monster World 4 in English? Buy the Genesis mini. You want The Simpsons Arcade? Go buy arcade one ups. I'm I'm getting sick of, of these games we've asked for and asked for and asked for only coming on these stupid little one-off pieces of hardware that we have to just keep uh, And I don't in I don't, don't want to open
1: I don't want to open this can of worms right now cuz we're going long, but I I have to ask. Okay, this is what I don't get you're smarter than me. Okay, The Simpsons, which everyone wants to download again. Alien versus Predator. I mean, dear god, I would have bought that on I would have bought it on PS4, Switch. I would have bought it three times, okay? Is there something we're missing where because obviously we know one of the big catches is the rights, right? Right. There's a fee for that property. I get that. Is the fee cheaper in a one-off device? Yeah. Yes. Oh, it is.
2: I mean, because I mean, basically I think the thing is is like... Why? You can say, okay, we're, we're going to produce X amount of Simpsons arcade machines. That's all going that to be out there. We're paying you for, for the rights to have 4,000 uses of the game, whatever. Versus going on to a digital service where... It could be hundreds of thousands, you know. I I, I definitely think part of it is the price. Um, I mean, not in uh, Tito's Tito's case, it's not because this is this is, is title Games, which what Square Enix owns now. Um, you know, so there there's no problem there. But like in some of them, like with with Alien vs Predator, I'm I'm sure it was a case of Capcom's to make. L- it. Let, me tell you
1: ir- Let me tell you
2: something. I a
1: Let me tell you something. Alien versus Predator, it would sell to the hardcores like us, right? But I'm going to be real, digitally. Would that thing really sell more than, you want me to go high or low? I don't think that thing would sell more than 20,000. Now look, do I think it should sell more? Yeah, I think it should sell 150,000, 200,000. But how many people out there of the modern generation mixed with the old? Is it really? And why not? And here's the deal. Now I'm going to talk stupid talk, okay? The last thing I'm going to talk dumb talk. And I know it's going to be a lot more complicated than this. Let's say that game to download. This is gonna be a dumb price. Let's say it was nineteen ninety nine, which is high. It shouldn't be any more than fourteen. Let's say it's nineteen ninety nine for Alien versus Predator Arcade. Well, why can't you work this in a deal? Every download that downloads. Two bucks to goes, you know, what we cap like what? Two, three dollars goes to the fee. You I mean, I'm sure
2: I'm sure it is something like that. But
1: You're, you're gonna make more doing yeah. that than the than the four thousand flat rate right
2: yeah i can't figure that out it's stupid yeah i wish i wish i knew why like things work the way they do but i just i i just yeah it's it's just getting frustrating because it's just like like and what was the one with uh oh uh the sega one right the astro city was like Golden Axe Return of Death Adder? Yeah, yes. I've been wanting but that for Why is that not on just consoles? Like what are these I I just hate this
1: Yeah, do this. you know how many people I, I know that have that and are playing it?
2: <laughs> Zero?
1: Yeah. Yep. There's someone I'm very close friends with, hardcore Sega fanatic, this custom arcade sticks, all these unique projects. And I saw him tweeting or, excuse me, social media posting something about like the controller or something a few months ago. And I was like, oh, man. I'm like, I knew he was going to probably do it, right? So I asked him and I commented. I'm like, oh, hey, did you get the City? I'm like, I'm so curious. Let me know how revenge. He's like, oh, no. And like, anyway, the, the point of this is even he didn't buy it. Yeah. I don't, <clears throat> I don't get that.
2: It's just, it's, it's just like if, it's like this holding games hostage so they can release these. I mean, and I look on the business side. I know because I'm sure that it it helps add value to these things. But
1: it's, it's just, yeah. But for what? For when? When we're all dead? I know. I know. Who's gonna? Here's the thing. We remember because we lived through it. We have firsthand. How, the longer this goes on, who's gonna remember it?
2: It's kinda of like the streaming services thing, right? It's just it's like cause now it's like, okay, you wanna watch Disney stuff, you gotta get oh. Disney streaming. Okay you wanna watch NBC I, stuff, you gotta get
1: I got something to P- say about that. I called that. Cable companies, people were cutting the cord, going streaming, and I knew in time. Because everybody's greedy. Now it's almost as bad as your cable bill. Because you need all the streaming services to get all the content you want. It's going backwards again. Yep. So you know what I do? I just watch the most random Japanese vlog (laughs) YouTuber videos that have nothing to do with any of that. And I watch the weirdest (laughs) crap and it's always the oddest conversation at work or unless it's someone who knows me. And they're like, I feel so, I have to, you know, watch how I answer. Like, oh, have you seen this show or have you watched this series? (laughs) 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 How do I explain? No, but I've spent like dozens of hours watching Gaijin Japanese vloggers overseas and seeing what life is like.
2: Wait, 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 wait. are are you, now when you're saying that, um, is it, is it, is it three guys on this, on this program?
1: Are you being serious? Yes. No, these are, no, these are a couple people who I've, no, and I, I call it vlog, no, it's uh -uh, uh-uh, no. It's someone I've, yeah, no.
2: There's this, there's this series I somehow just recently found on YouTube and it's like three three gaijin living in japan talking about like their adventures of living in japan and stuff
1: no this is so here's the thing this person's maybe at times not the most politically correct we'll call it and it's not really political but just you know he's very real but that's part of the reason i watch his videos Mm -hmm. no this is more like okay the real deal holy field like he might just go to a bar, just ask to go around town. I'll, I'll say who it is because I don't know. It'd be interesting actually if anyone that listens to us. I've been watching this guy on and off since two thousand nine ish. Tkyo Sam. TQ Sam. So I've how do you spell that? T k y o s a m.
2: I don't I don't know him. Okay. Yeah.
1: He's been, but anyway, he's like one of the early. But anyway, I like to watch some, you know, I I still the one guy one of the first ones I ever mentioned on saw on YouTube. I still watch Luke Morse. He doesn't upload as much as he used to. And then now the weird stuff I get into is um I can't remember the name of the channel, but this guy restores just the most beat up, dirty, busted up could be electron. It's not always gaming, but like I've seen this guy restore PS1 to an old Casio like like handheld electronic. I watched one last night. It's almost like ASMR like like you get into a trance looking at it. I gotta tell you, it's amazing. Because he has everything right there. He knows what he's doing, like with the proper cleaning fluids and putting the UV at, like he'll D. De- yellow the shells and get everything Mm -hmm. looking like it's crazy but that's the kind of crap i that's the kind of crap i watch
2: i I spent like three hours of the night watching this japanese guy who who has this like small just regular kind of japanese vehicle and he built the back so that he could like camp in it and it was just like (laughs) in the winter time and it's just like he's he's in this little camper cooking in it it's just like a really small it's just like the most mundane stuff, but Uh it's... it's But I find that... But I find that interesting. watch on YouTube. Yeah. But you know what I call that?
1: You know what I... Well, you know what I call stuff like that? That's the real reality TV.
2: Yeah.
1: You know what I'm trying to say? Like, people living Some of
2: it is. Some of it is.
1: Yeah. But... Mm. Well... All
2: right. Well, we've run way over from where Anthony wanted to be tonight, so...
1: (laughs) Well, once again, I want to thank you for taking the time, getting at least a little something out there for fans of the Generic Video Game Podcast. I want to thank you for continuing to hit that download button, listen to us through all of these years. Uh, I still feel like even though we've technically cracked 50 episodes, including our way back DLCs of yesteryear, I just feel like we just can't hit episode 50 officially, but we're coming up on it. Uh, with that said, fe- you know, please feel free to write in. Ask questions, segment concepts, whatever you want to help liven it up, spice it up. My favorite part of this is the fans. So, once again, on behalf of Molly and myself, Anthony, we want to thank you for tuning into the Generic Video Game Podcast, episode 47. And as always, we'll catch you next time.